Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. I hope that what I have to share today will help you on your own journey through this great awakening. First, a few announcements. My website is down. It was hit with a, quote, malicious attack. Uh, that might have happened about a week or about a week ago. And after speaking with, you know, my hosting platform and really I was leaning into changing many things anyway, um, just kind of taking my time with all of it and what I want to do because it costs quite a bit to get it cleaned up and it would still be vulnerable with the current atmosphere. I think we all know what that means. So, so just so you know, if you need to book a session or you want to join one of my classes that I announced, all you need to do is send me an email uh, requesting whatever it is you wish to do um, and we will take care of it old school through the emails for now. And my email where you can reach me is support at juliatreat.com. So again, if you want to book a session, whether it's a reading, a energy clearing, a healing session, a past life regression, a, a couples reading, a family affair, um, group reading, that's where you would reach me, support at juliatreat.com. Letting you know what's coming up next for the Clairvoyant Collective. That's my monthly club, my monthly crew. We are meeting on Monday, December 19th, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, and we will be doing a lot of work with Archangel Michael. I'll be taking you through several things that you can be doing with Archangel Michael to help you through everything that we're going through to keep the energy clearer for you, your home, your pets, your children, everyone. He has been my go-to angel since I opened to my abilities and I'm realizing that um, I'm just really, really leaning into the importance of leaning on him right now through these times. So the next Miracle Monday is December 19th, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, they usually run about 60 to 90 minutes. Um, it is included in my Clairvoyant Collective group. Um, they get everything, all of my courses, plus these lives. If you want to just join that one course for December 19th, it's $44 just to meet, just to join that one class. And you can again email me if you'd like to join just the one Miracle Monday class. Again, the email support at julietreat.com. Just let me know that. If you want to join the Clairvoyant Collective and get all of my courses and also be in every single um, live that I do with that group, that is $197 per month currently. Um, it will be going up at the first of the year. So just again, email me if you want to join that. Um, and also, I am hosting a live for the kids this coming Sunday, December 18th, 1 p.m. Eastern, working with Archangel Michael. <clears throat> the kids are fascinating. They, um, you know, I learned so much from them as well. And what I like to do is instead of, I realize teaching the kids, you know, Archangel Michael shows up as purple for me. But even that is conditioning them to believe something that maybe is different for them. So I actually stopped uh, telling, him, telling the children that he shows up at this as this color. I just allow them 
you know, to connect with him, however it is. And one little boy named Ryland, his um, Archangel Michael showed up as orange for him. So as I move forward into, with Speranza Academy and continue to teach the kids, they are also helping me let go of any rules that I still have about anything. And because we're, we need to, you know, that's what we're, we need to stop so that they can actually expand in their own you know, beliefs and however Archangel Michael or anyone else connects with them. So we're doing that this Sunday, December 18th, 1 p.m. Uh, I really honestly can't think of a better thing to come and, and, and hang out with your kids and myself and go through this and have paper, some kind of paper, um, c- markers, colors, whatever they lo- they'd like to use to create because the kids... I'm also finding a lot of times like to be creating while we're actually going through the class. So, again, that's December 18th, working with Archangel Michael for the little ones. Uh, you know, up to age, I'd say 12, 12, 13, somewhere in there. And um, just email me again if you want to be a part of that. Now, Speranza Academy is included in the Clairvoyant Collective, my monthly club. If you want to just, um, if you want to just join Speranza Academy for that class, just it's 44 bucks. Just send me an email support at juliatreat.com. Okay, I think that's all of my announcements here. Just wanted to make sure you knew that my website is down, but I am still around. <laughs> um, I have been doing a lot of inner work and deciding what I want to do moving forward. That's what we are in the midst of. You know, what is it we want to do? So I'm going to talk about. The things that you can do to protect yourself moving through these next, you know, days, weeks, months. Psychic attacks are real and they are happening a lot. And something happened to me the other day while Michael and I were out um, that I'm going to share. And um, how I had, you know, really been caught off guard. And so the importance of making sure we're diligent with our armor of, of God, of source, whatever you believe in. And that we are making sure that we're going out in the world protected, okay? Because as these evil forces are being eradicated from this planet, if you want to call it a planet, um, from this world, from Earth, then, you know, they are, you know, it's, it takes time. They're on their way out, but it's taking time. And they need our light. They need our essence, our energy. Um, they need it. They, they don't have it. So they crave it from us. They need it from us. And there's a lot of different ways they get it from us. I'm not going to go through that today. But, okay, so I know a lot of people are going through stuff, um, you know, witnessing what's going on in the world with family members, with loved ones, with even pets. Pets are even being affected. And my Macy and Gracie, we've, we've found a place where now we're all really just gliding through this with grace and ease. I've been seeing a lot of people talking about on different people's platforms, how their pets are like dying and they're moaning and groaning. And and we're going to talk about that because this may be also psychic attacks on the pets, not just ascension symptoms. Everyone is just blaming everything on ascension symptoms. And I find it very fascinating because that that also puts us into that victimhood uh, stance. Right? There's nothing I can do about this because of ascension symptoms. Um, there's a lot that we can be doing. So Michael and I were out to eat the other night. We have actually stopped going out as much as we used to. We used to go out 
honestly, one, two, two times a week maybe to, to, to eat for dinner. And over the past several months, it's just gotten, it's just the frequency, it's a mismatch, something. It's not comfortable for us to be in these places anymore. Even though everybody's, you know, joyful and we see our friends there, we just don't like it. It's, it's almost like we can't wait to get out of that place. And it'd been a while and I said, let's, let's just, I just got to get out of here. Let's just go to this place and eat and just hang out and see how it is. So we go in and, and we're the, we, we like to sit at the bar because we, we know all the bartenders everywhere and we like to have our dinner up there at the bar. So we're sitting there and talking with the bartender who we've known for a while. You know, they're always, well, where have you been? It's been so long. And one thing I've realized though through all this, I really enjoy cooking now and I never did. So being uncomfortable out is, is forced me to start cooking more and I'm digging it. It's funny how we can change. So I got to tell you what happened though while we're sitting there. We're the only ones at the bar at the point at this point. And this is like in the afternoon, three maybe, two or three, something like that. Well, here comes this couple walking in and they're looking up at the TVs and I said, oh, I bet you want to watch the World Cup because that's what is on right now. And they said, yeah. So then uh, the bartender came over and started looking for it on the TV and and the woman and man came and sat right next to me. Oh, okay. Well, we're just going to sit by you then. You're the, you know, like I just... Gave them this big gift. They're going to come sit right next to me. I'd never seen them before. And they actually said they'd never been there before. Now, it wasn't too long <laughs> that we're sitting there. Michael's on my left. The woman's on my right. And her husband or her partner, whoever that is, is on her right. So it's she and I are in the middle together. The guys are on either end. It's kind of when something happens, you can think about it. When you do this whole looking back at it to understand what happened. Um, all of a sudden, I start, okay, in, in all honesty, all of a sudden, I was literally in a trance sitting there, staring forward. Now, if this has ever happened to you, this is only the second time in my life this has happened to me, and the first time it happened, I was working with someone who I believe was either temporarily, I don't know if it was permanent, but was temporarily taken over by something that was there to stop me, to drain me, to control me because I went into the trance. Um, this is one sign of a psychic attack and just FYI. And there's many others that we're going to talk about because we need to be aware how that can happen. So I'm sitting there and there's people starting to come in. It's getting busy and I'm literally staring forward in this trance. Michael, <laughs> all of a sudden realizes something's wrong and he's looking over at me. I can, I can hear him saying, hello, hello. He'd never seen me in that state before and uh, he didn't know quite what to do. Well, all of a sudden I just said, I have to go to the restroom. I it was almost like I was, it is so hard to explain unless you've ever gone through it. Um, but got up, went to the restroom. I honestly don't know how long I was in there because I don't recall, Michael said it, he was about to have the bartender go look, go check on me, because I guess I was in there for a while. But um, so this trance state of just, um, again, it's so difficult to explain. But 
This is not something you want, <laughs> okay? This isn't an ascension symptom of I'm going to trance on Sunday. That is not it. That's, that's false. And um, so made it back to him. I just knew, like I looked, I remember before I went to the restroom though, I looked over at her and her back was completely to me. I, it was so bizarre. And I said, I just thought she's, she's doing something. She's doing something to me. So got back from the restroom. I just took my coat, moved it on the other side of Michael, moved all my stuff. My dinner had come. I didn't even remember ordering it. Um, everything sitting in front of me. And I sat on the other side of Michael and I said, you're my shield now. Took a few bites. And, and he'd already been eating because I guess I was gone that long. Um, and I just said to him, I said, we've got to go. We've got to get out of here. And so we did. We got to-go boxes and we got out of there. You know, he's the greatest because, <laughs> you know, he's witnessed different things happening with me. And he is just the most supportive um, halftime doesn't know what to do. He's like, whatever you need to do, let's do it. So we, we packed up everything and we left. We got out. And I said, we got in the car and I said, I am not right, Michael. I'm not right. Something's not right in my head. Like something is not right. And um, I just started clearing myself and just asking, you know, calling on, on God, my God self, my God, my God energy, God, you know, creator of all that is, clear me from this, release me of this. And it took some time. Didn't feel right the rest of the night. Uh, the next day, I said, okay, I feel a little bit more aligned back to myself, but still not 100%. And, you know, I'm sharing this because that's who I am. I'm real. Uh, I tell you the truth, and anything that I can do will help you if this ever happens um, is what I'm here to do. So, so I have left myself open to psychic attack, um, and this is the way it came forward for me. And I started realizing because there's different, you know, you can look up symptoms of psychic attack so that you can learn about it and you realize that, uh, you know, you could be, you could be um, experiencing a psychic attack, but thinking that it's actually in just your mind, it's, it's not someone manipulating your mind. So, so other things, other ways that you can be affected by a psychic attack is uh, nightmares, really bad nightmares. Um, I was just looking on my screen for something. I'll also, a lot of people do believe that headaches can be a sign of a psychic attack. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it's literally something trying to get in your head to manipulate you, okay? And so... Oh, dark, dark thoughts. So if you get stuck in this loop of this negative thoughts and doomsday and, ooh, my ear just rang, um, that's another sign of a psychic attack. Yes, we've been programmed to do that as well. But again, we, to, you know, stopping all that, ending that loop of the dark thoughts, the, the negative thoughts, it could be a psychic attack, okay? It could be, and a psychic attack doesn't mean that you have to be physically with someone, it can happen regardless, whether you're sitting in a bar like I was next to this woman, who now that I think about it, I was thinking back about looking at her, that something seemed, I didn't even know, just something was making me look at her face or and, and her eyes like something was off. But again, I didn't realize that's where what was going to happen. And the trance thing, there's no thoughts 
zero thoughts. You're in a trance staring, you, but you know who you, like you're, you're awake and aware. I'm not getting like, oh, go do this. I just was in a, just sitting there in a trance. So I really started thinking about, Julie, you've gotten so lazy and sloppy with your spiritual protection, right? You have, I mean, we can get in this, maybe it's the ego saying, ah, I'm good now. I'm in this space that I, nothing can get to me or bug me. Well, uh, that's BS because it's happening. They don't want to leave. Okay. They've been, they have had us in slavery. I think some are saying thousand that for a thousand years, who knows? We're going to find out the truth eventually, but they're not just going to say, Hey, we give up. Okay. They are so smart, so intelligent. They know everything our soul knows that we're going to know soon. We've, we've been asleep for a while. They know everything, but they don't have empathy. So they don't care. It's not, we, we're the empaths. Wait, we have that compassion. That's what I meant to say. They don't have the compassion. So we're all, we're all empaths. They don't have the compassion. They don't care what it does to us. So, so I realized, okay, you've got to get, you know, back up in your game here. Make sure the dogs aren't being affected, right? Because they can affect our pets. So I started Palo Santoing again. I did it today. I did it yesterday. Um, not that I even felt there was anything funky here today. I'm just going to do it a lot now while things are coming up and out and away from us. That's one of my favorite tools for clearing my space is Palo Santo. Also, seeing yourself. We did this in uh, the Clairvoyant Collective last week where we saw ourselves, our, our Christ of light within us. You know, that golden white sparkling light. Wherever it is, it begins to you, for you. Sometimes I see it in my heart. And then we just saw it. And, it's, and you can even do it now, just envisioning that light just so full and expanding through your body, all the way through your body and out from you. And just keep expanding out and out and out. And that is not only providing protection, but it is also sending that love beam out into the world. Sometimes, you know, I do a lot of work with Archangel Michael doing cord cutting, having him put, like, I call it the sacred vacuum, his big vacuum on my home and taking any dark or evil or uh, demonic entities, anything out, even if it's emotions, just getting it out of here, getting it out of the house and out of our home and away from us and into wherever it is they take it, right? So we, we really have to be diligent about protecting ourselves, um, our animals, I don't know if you pray, but I do I pray and I talk to God all the time. In fact, I got on, you know, I hopped on to do this podcast and I was praying to God, you know, talking with God as what it is that I need to share the most. And it had to do with all of us getting through what's coming. Um, so I'm just looking at my notes here. So I'm sharing this not to scare you or freak you out. I'm sharing this so that you can understand it can even happen to me. Uh, things can happen. And 
it's when we let our guard down. And I think what this has taught me the most is that we have to be diligent in our spiritual practice. You know, the dark ones are diligent. I mean, they are so diligent in their practice to curse us. That's literally what they've done is put curses on us. And we have to be diligent in our spiritual practice. So let's, it just popped in my head. One thing you can really do to break free from this, like to really begin to break free from this 3D matrix is stop looking at yourself as a victim. Okay, that is, that's the lowest energy. It is, I mean, that's low, low energy because that is saying within you have no power at all and we are claiming our power. We're taking our power back. So take your power back. Even if it's just saying it all day, I'm taking my power back right now. I have all my power back. I, am, I have my power. I'm taking my power back. I am a powerful light being. I am powerful and you cannot take that from me. You cannot drain that from me. Which reminds me of another symptom or sign of a psychic attack can be feeling drained. Now, a lot of people are saying ascension symptoms. Like I said, we need to use discernment and we need to stop just putting a label on everything that's happening to us because that's, again, just, um, that's a victimhood statement, I think. I'm just going to be honest. So, you know, we were having what many call ascension symptoms for a while and for us, what helped us was a SIA. We don't have those anymore. But we are ascending, I have no doubt, and that's why I question that everything is ascension symptoms. Our dogs, Macy and Gracie, in the beginning it was tough. They didn't like me putting a, um, a dropper in their mouth. A, a, I have a glass dropper that I put the ASEA in their mouth because they're not going to drink it on their own. I tried that. But um, we do that daily, and we're diligent about that. And they were having some issues with vomiting when all the energy started increasing. And so I started them on the ASEA. We do it daily. I give them five. The dropper only holds about half of the ASEA. I give them like five of those each, but they're only about, I think Macy's nine pounds, and, and Gracie might be eight and they sit there now. They sit, they're finally, they're, they're cool with it now. We do it at least once a day. I do those five little droppers. Sometimes um, I might go to two. They're sleeping a lot more now. I sometimes need, you know, I've been sleeping a lot actually. Um, I'm getting, I'm trying to say 10 hours maybe. A lot of nights I'm sleeping like 10 hours. And that's okay. It's cool. It's whatever I need right now. But I've also been working on you know, since this happened the other night, now I'm really me checking in my home every day. Is there anything that needs to be cleared? Is there anything affecting Macy and Gracie? Is there anything affecting Michael? And we're making it through this in this beautiful bubble of light. Okay, but it's about us tuning in and being aware. What is happening? You know, is there something that needs to be cleared? Even, um, I'm trying to think of um, 
the same time this happened to me, Michael got a stabbing pain in his back. And it lasted till the next morning. And do you know that also can be a symptom or a sign of a psychic attack? So I told him, and I did clear our home the next day with the Palo Santo, and our house was full of stuff. It was full. I don't know if we got it that night or if it had been accumulating. It doesn't matter. Regardless, I realized it was full. And the reason I saw, one way I saw that it was so full was I can see just dark energy in, it was like clumped up in, how do I say this? <laughs> it's like when I'm doing a reading, sometimes I get something and I have to describe it in our terms here. And I'm like, how do I say what I'm seeing? Um, but it's dark clouds, I guess, but it almost looks like forms of beings and they're just throughout the house. So there was a lot. Okay. So I realized I had gotten lazy, right? Some of us have gotten lazy at times through all this uh, upgrade. And so it's time to uh, buckle down and make sure my home is taken care of and in the most beautiful space possible. So I've also been revisiting my my vision. You know, Speranza Academy, I was waiting for the retreat to start teaching the kids. And I said, why am I waiting for the retreat when we can I can reach children all over the world online right now? And that's why I launched the online program. So recently, I realized, I started seeing the vision again of Speranza and the kids coming there and the horses, which I've seen before. And I told Michael the other day, I said, you know what? I think Speranza, I want to have a horse rescue. And the children can come and be there and experience being around horses. I'm not talking about riding them. I want a horse rescue where they don't have to do anything. They just get to live and, and graze on the land and we can go hang out with them. We can sit with them. We can talk to them, brush them, whatever. Um, my, one of my most amazing experiences with the, was with a horse named Sam. If you haven't heard that podcast, you can put it in the search wherever you listen to my podcast. It's um, the Healing Horses of... Wait, now what is it? The Healing Horses of Phoenix Rising Stables. <laughs> it's also in my book, Stepping into the Light, which you can get on Amazon. But I talk about Sam, who was literally dying. He was dying when I met him. And he taught me so much. I worked with him. I attuned him to Reiki. I got all the messages of how, what they needed to do with him to help raise his spirits, to get him back into his purpose. And within, he was emaciated, literally dying when I met him. And within just a few months, a few several months, he was adopted by someone who I had said was going to show up and adopt him, the young girl and was winning statewide championships once again. He does the, uh, they would do the jumping, the, you know, the jumping things where they jump over things in the little obstacle course, that's what it's called. So that is another part of the Speranza that has developed for me is seeing the horses. And so as soon as I got that vision, and I said, Mike, we're gonna have like a, a horse rescue. And I'll hire someone to take care of the horses because I don't know what to do, but took a ride two days ago out to the mountains and stopped at this uh, restaurant that I like to stop. It's nice and airy and open, lots of windows. Stopped, and I was the only person there. I was talking to my friend there that works there as the bartender, and I said, uh, I, don't, I can't remember how it came up, 
And she said, oh, my mom has a, a horse rescue. I said, what? She goes, oh, yeah, she has 20 horses. So they, after I came up with that or just saw that vision, here's, here I'm meeting a woman who has the 20 horses and is doing that. There's a connection there. So again, we will get winks, right, from the universe for what we are creating. And I've said this over and over and even through this whole great awakening that I understand it's, it's difficult at times. But that even should, like, you got to really dig deep then to raise yourself back up. I, I always say that that's the biggest feat of this whole thing is learning what's going on in the world of what we've been oblivious to and then finding your way back to love, which love is freedom. Love is freedom. That's what love is. So as humanity goes through this, and I've said this um, over and over that everyone has to, I'm using air quotes, see, everyone has to see what's been going on because that's how we all make this shift together. So be diligent in your spiritual protection work as we move into this next phase. A lot of amazing things are happening. So much is happening around the world. It's mind-blowing how many are being apprehended, arrested, um, the, the devious ones, and, and you know, it's coming out now. It was coming out drip, 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 and now my last podcast, it was the uh, Ascension Tsunami is on its way. I meant the tsunami of information. It's here. So reach out to your loved ones. Tell them you're thinking about them. Even if you have been estranged from them, it's really time to let go of being right. You know, being right, because everyone's going to find their truth regardless. It's time for forgiveness. Whatever's in the past is over. It's done. It's gone. It's time to move on. It's time to move forward. It's time to sit down, really think about what my dreams are. What is it that I want to create? And I'm going to say that we really are moving into a time of humanitarian work. That's what I see uh, New Earth as, that we are humanitarians. That is something that's gotten lost. You know, we might have thought I'm, I'm being a humanitarian by sending my, you know, $30 to save a dog or a child, which now we're going to learn that money wasn't going for that uh, for most of those, those groups. But really, and I'm going to say this too, if you have little ones, grandchildren or children, it's teaching them to be humanitarians. We have gotten so, I mean, I always say you have to be selfish as in love yourself. You've got to love yourself before you can be serving out because you're going to be drained and empty. But we've gotten selfish. Everything's about me and what I can get and what, oh, you know, how many presents am I going to get this year? Am I going to get all these things? And where did we start that nonsense that giving gifts or presents or buying them things is love? We're teaching. We learn too that 
we get love from outside of us, right? Things. How many of you, uh, you know, do retail therapy? I realized recently I have not done that in so long. I never did like shopping, but not going to lie. Sometimes I'd go out and get a few things here and there and, well, I might have felt better for a day or two and then all of a sudden, eh. Teach your children, the grandchildren, how to be humanitarians, how to care about others in the world. Give them ideas. I was thinking the other day with Spronza Academy, I'm going to probably do a class where we can just talk about being humanitarians and, and how we can change the world, right? Just from our own little space where we're coloring pictures. And I had this idea. They could color a picture or make something, and whether they wanted to do a bunch of different pictures or even color a page, or if they did one and then you just go copy a bunch of them. And then maybe a message, uh, you are loved, or I'm thinking about you, and then their little name at the bottom. And then taking these stack of pictures or letters or whatever, pictures, and dropping them off at nursing homes where they're thrown away. And I mean, the humans are thrown away. Everything will be changing. It has to. We used to respect and love our elders. And now we just stick them in homes. And we've got to teach the children to start caring again about others. My parents did such a good job of that. I I'm so grateful for them. They taught us from an early age that we were here to help others. And, you know, my dad, is a, he was a Baptist minister. And he would get calls. You know, I grew up in South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. Black Hills were my playground. And he would get calls all the time for people that were um, passed out, you know, on a sidewalk and from alcohol passed out and... and I would always be like, Dad, I'm going with you. I went with my dad from age three, four years old. I always went with him on his trips to pick people up and help them, whatever, the, whatever it was. Me was a displaced family that needed somewhere to stay. But I always went with him. It was my favorite thing to do. And we'd get them, whether they needed a meal or, or a hotel room or whatever they needed. My dad would often just pay out of his pocket. And that was some of, the, those are some of the, the, best memories I have of us doing that together. And I remember one Christmas, my parents asked us, I have uh, three siblings, so asked all four of us, sat down as a family and, and brought up the idea that this Christmas we donate all the money that we would spend on presents. Uh, so we don't get any presents, we donate it somewhere so others get presents. And then we also would serve a meal somewhere. So it was all of service this whole Christmas year. And we all agreed. I'm not going to say it wasn't a tough decision, but we did. We all said, yes, we want to do that. Well, they ended up getting us each, I think, one present, if I remember correctly. But even that, I mean, I think now, like the, this day and age, how many children would do that, I wonder? Although I just, just recalled a video. I watched a video recently of children at, they were um, low-income from low-income families, and they were at a center. I don't know if it was a boys' club, girls' club, or if it was just a, a community center, 
but they brought the kids into a room, and I guess they already knew from mom and dad what they wanted on their Christmas list because they had already gotten all this ahead of time. So they asked the little the, the child, there's two presents there. It's the present that they really wanted. Like, oh my gosh, you have this here. And it's a present. First they'd ask them, I'm sorry, let me back up. First they'd, they brought him in their room. And they said, what do you want for Christmas? What's the one thing? And, and they'd name what they wanted. And what would your mom want? Like what, or your family, or whatever the question was. And then they came up with the gift. Oh, my mom would love a ring. She never had a ring. Or my family would love this. We didn't have, we don't have it. And so they brought the presents in. They had the one that the child really wanted and the one for the, the mom or the family. And they said, okay, you can choose. You can get the present that you want or you can get the present for your mom or your family or whoever the other person was. And you can see the kids, they, they, most of them look at them, both presents back and forth a couple times. But you know, every child chose the present for the other person. Every one of them. And I was like, those are the star seeds. Those are the ones here to create new earth. And, you know, one little boy, he didn't even hesitate. He just grabbed the thing for the family and said, nope, we need this. this. We need this more than I need that. Well, they ended up getting their present anyway. But at the end, they went out and saw their parents. And their parents, of course, had watched what their children had done, like behind a mirror. And they were so proud of them. And I said, that is what we need to teach. We need to go back to family, caring for others, back to community, back to how can I help, back to loving ourselves and everyone else. That's where we are heading. The evil forces that came here, that infiltrated this beautiful place that we live, they're on their way out. They got us, they fooled us, they, they made us believe things, they made us want things. And it was all to try to separate us from, from God, from the light that is within us. I hope I've not been rambling too much. <laughs> I know it's been a minute. I think it's been a couple weeks since I recorded one of these. Um... Maybe sit down, start working on your vision. We're gonna do vision boarding um, with Speranza Academy with the kids and really helping them have the vision bigger than all these things I want. It's more of the vision of what I wanna go see in the world. Where do I wanna visit? What do I wanna experience, right? Experiences. Maybe it's, I'm gonna let them come up with their own vision, but I'm already picturing it being very beautiful. One last thing, little Mia, who is a third grader, who's in Speranza Academy, she is teaching me so much. We just did a, um, what was that one, the last one we did? It was, oh, I believe it was, part of the class was protecting ourselves with the rainbow bubble, and we were working with rainbow lights, and she colored, oh, it was, um, oh, it was the Reiki kids, I'm sorry, it was teaching them about Reiki. But she was drawing and doodling, coloring during the class. And at the end, she showed me her picture. And there was three different things on there. And I said, oh, tell me about them. And so the first one was her rainbow bubble that she puts around herself. And then the next one was a heart machine. 
and it was so cute. It was like bricks of colors and with a big heart. It was just one big heart, and it was a heart machine, and I understood what she meant by that. We're just going to, everybody's going to get love. And the third one, this is what blew me away. The third one was a rainbow mirror. And I said, ooh, that's cool. And she said, all they have to do is look in the mirror, and they're going to know what to do, and they won't have to worry anymore. And I was just blown away because I understand the importance of looking in the mirror at yourself and seeing yourself as this powerful light of Christed energy, of God's creation of perfection. And when you know that, there is nothing to worry about. So hearing it from a third grader's point of view is helping me so much in how I am coming forward with the kids and even adults. For her to know that and to put it out there is that simple. They just have to look in the mirror and they won't have to worry anymore. They're going to know what to do. That's looking at yourself. So thank you, little Mia. I just love you and I'm so grateful that you, you joined me for those classes and that you share so much. If you want to be on my email list, it used to be on my website, but since it's down, you can't join my email list there. But if you want to, again, just email me. Say, Julia, put me on your email list. Support at juliatreat.com. Support, you know, the at little sign that's on above the number two on the keyboard. Julia at, I'm sorry, support at juliatreat.com. Again, if you want to join me in the Clairvoyant Collective, uh, get in there. Let me know. I will send that to you, that link. Um, it's Bronze Academy. If you have little ones, it's one, it's one payment per household. So whether you have three kids, five kids, ten kids, just one payment, um, and you're all in for every class. All right. I think that is um, all for today. I'm going to go work on my vision board. I need to add all of the horses on my vision. I actually have a wall, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go hang up some pictures of the horses and be calling in the horse energy, the, the totem animal, and leaning into them as well to create Speranza Academy. Exciting things are happening, okay? Be diligent in your spiritual practice. Protection is very important right now. And be creating what you want to create, what you want to do moving forward. Make sure you aren't just waiting. Okay, waiting is not a vibrational match for it to happen. I'm sending so much love to you. If you want to talk about ASEA or you want me to send you some videos so you can learn more about ASEA, it is truly uh, something Michael and I, we have, we are diligent with our ASEA uh, practice uh, daily. We are not going to be without that ever. We are literally reversing our age. We both know it, we feel it. And uh, it's, it's helping us so much while we go through this shift. All right, I'm sending so much love. I'll talk to you again very soon. God bless.